gonna go to sleep because we got jobs in the morning. In the morning. Got jobs. <laughs> I was recording all of that. I know. <laughs> That's why I couldn't rap. Put <laughs> you on the spot. Yeah. All right. Welcome to another fabulous episode of Relatively Subjective. I am David. I'm George. And we are cousins. And yeah. we have lots of thoughts about movies. Yeah. Hence, Relatively Subjective. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Today we are going to be talking about Where's two a movies. double feature today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a movie that I did not see, Rampage. I saw it today. And a movie that George did not see, yeah. Truth or Dare. Ooh. I saw it two days ago. Two days ago. Cool. All right. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take you through this. Uh, spoiler alert. alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Everyone, all, these, all the movies we do just spoiled we were going to talk about them ad nauseum in and out like like way too much um so if you don't care to spoil yourself do not listen yeah um, uh, if you if don't, don't want to watch these movies which i completely understand and we just want to know what's <laughs> happening in them pay attention we got we got stuff to talk about go for it all right so let's start walk, with walk me through rampage. let's start with rampage starring dwayne the rock johnson future <laughs> president dwayne the rock johnson 2020 i'm serious he's gonna be president look at his instagram feed he's all about keeping a positive public image and being very like well, he has been since the 90s when he was a wrestler well no i mean like in the 90s he was like raunchier and like like you know like he, he was, was so young yeah and now he's a very mature man that's gonna be president i i bet you the um most fit president he, we've ever oh had. yeah oh all right, so oh, all right, rampage, rampage, based on the video game, <laughs> based on the very plot-driven video game very rampage about destroying about buildings. three monsters: the the one that looks like Godzilla, Lizzie, the wolf, um, Ralph, <laughs> and the gorilla George. Me. Best part about this movie: I closed my eyes and it sounded like The Rock was talking to me. <laughs> he was just like, "George, calm down." I was like, "Okay, I'll calm down." <laughs> It's like George now. I'm like, now what? What do we do? Anyway, that was the best part. Um, so, I'm not too sure of the plot in the video game. I think it's literally just three people turn into monsters, and you play as one of them and destroy a destroy city. Buildings. You get points for Some however points. many you destroy, yeah. people you eat, stuff like that. So, good plot. Good for plot. A game. Good plot for a movie, right? Like, no. just like turn that into a movie. Um, just like Battleship. Yeah, Battleship. Oh, I didn't watch it, I but I'm like, glad I didn't. Like it's, what's another video game movie? Mortal Kombat. Well, I, well, Battleship isn't really a video game movie, but they based it on the board game. So yeah. like, and there are aliens in it? I think so. I don't know. Rihanna was in it, too. She was. No, yeah, whatever. I only saw half of that movie. Are you okay? For only seeing half, yes. Okay, good. Uh, I hear people die. Anyway, Rampage. So the movie starts off um, kind of... Kind of th- uh, a little curveball. I was I was convinced for the first five minutes that th- this might be good. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Aww. I was I was honestly because I was like, The Rock is a megastar, right? Whatever he touches turns into gold. He's been he making a lot of good movies. He he re like he like reinvigorated the Fast and Furious franchise, and he was he's just like in everything. He's in Jumanji, which like Apparently beat Spider Man as the. Uh, top grossing movie for Sony like now like it's number one wow um, yeah like the Tobey Maguire one like beat that and one he's gonna be in a, a skyscraper soon yeah is he, yeah we'll talk about that <laughs> I don't know I don't know if we will um, so yeah the movie starts off in space oh um, there's a space station that's been destroyed like you see like 
like and and another thing about this movie that kind of threw me off was the detail of stuff like you saw like dismembered limbs you saw droplets of blood like in space and i was just like wow this is a lot of detail for a shitty movie that's supposed to be shitty and you see this you see this uh scared uh astronaut and she's like running to the escape pod and she's like trying to open it and you hear someone in the walkie-talkie headset thing and they're just like you're not leaving unless you take all the the research canisters that we've been that we sent you up there to do and she was like well we tested it on this rat up here and he just killed everyone so i need to get out of here and they're like you're not leaving unless you get those pods so she she goes into the pods little tiny harrowing adventure grabs the pods things chasing her she gets in the pod with the with three rectangular containers um she shoots out back into earth on re-entry the the glass starts to crack and it blows up and it sends these three canisters all over the world right exactly what i thought exactly what i thought i was like oh this one might be good i was like oh maybe (laughs) and so they go into different parts of the world. One goes into the Everglades for the alligator. One goes into Wyoming and some plains and like lands near a pack of wolves. And one goes into a gorilla enclosure where the Dwayne, the rock Johnson's character Davis is a primatologist ex special forces. Of course, <laughs> because, because that's, that's the natural that's, track I mean, you take. Course, yes. You do that so you can become a primatologist. And the Rock Johnson does. You later, you later find out. Like, and I'm gonna be jumping around a lot because plot isn't very necessary. like necessary in this movie. Um, you find out later that he was in special forces, and he loves animals. He's a he's a, an animal lover, of and he, he is. and so he got into the like wildlife protection wing of um, the army. No, no, like like it was like I forget what it was. It was, it was some sort of effort, and he's just like super good at it. So he would like kill poachers. And like Ooh. protect see, animals like go. that, I right? I can totally see that happening. Again, on board. Pretty cool, right? So, Let's do this. So um, I, I totally uh, – so that happens, but um, I glazed over like the – I think was the opening scene. The Rock is like – this is the scene everyone sees in the trailer where the gorilla like goes after yeah. the new guy and like makes him like think Cry. that he's going to die and, you know. And then you see The Rock has this sign language relationship with uh, an albino ape, George, me. And he, uh, it's me. It's based on me. And he, and the the, the ape like has a uh, was it rep- rapport rapport with him, and they they joke around and stuff. Uh, so he trusts him, which is kind of awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to have a, a, a I, hell yeah. So, a just be like, what's up, dude? How was your day? <laughs> I just signed. Um, Maybe also hit them up. Yeah, sign aggressive. <laughs> so. It turns uh, George bigger, so he, he's like he gets called in as an emergency. Like, oh, something's happening. He went into the grizzly cage and killed the grizzly bear <gasps> because the grizzly bear attacked him. He didn't do it because he's a nice ape. Um, he's a so CGI ape. He's a CGI ape, and he's very nice. Probably not played by Andy Circus, but whatever. <laughs> I, I'm not judging. And so he's just like everything's gonna be okay. Um, but then George becomes more and more aggressive and like not listening to the Rock as much. While this is happening, the the villains of the of the movie are these ridiculous caricatures of people. It's like these two country club like rich fat cats. One played by uh, Malin Ackerman, who was in Watchmen, I think, as uh, the Spectre, the Silk Spectre, the newer one, not mm-hmm. the old one. 
and uh and jake lacy who's i don't know he's just like standard country club white guy and yeah and they're both the people in charge of this company called Energene, and they're the ones that funded the space uh, research program that was researching the product Rampage that they were making uh, genetic editing agents to sell off as a weapon or something. They they Bio only weapons. they don't say why they do it. They just said like, <laughs> if this works, we'll be rich. That's literally their entire reasoning for everything they do in this yeah. movie. Money driven, yeah, right? Of course. So. All the bad guys, uh, but they're just so cartoonish. They're just like the the brother, like the brother and sister, and the brother is very bumbly and like he's like, oh, what are we gonna do? We're gonna lose so much money. And the 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 sister's like, don't worry, idiot. I have a plan for everything. And that's the entire like that's their that's their relationship. That's their relationship. The entire movie. He's <laughs> he doesn't are. know what he's doing. He's carrying the suitcases. He's doing her bidding. He's always eating something for some reason. And she's always just like, you idiot, we have to do this. And he's just like, oh, right away, boss. And that's it. <laughs> so they, um, they, they, they think that just one of the capsules, like they, they only know of one of the capsules. And it's the one that landed in Wyoming and turned this wolf into this beast. And oh, they man. send um, the guy that plays Deathstroke in the movies. And he was a magic mic. I forget his name. Um, they send him and a bunch of special forces guys to go hunt this thing down, either take him dead or alive. It kills all of them. Of Even course. that guy. I didn't oh, expect wow. him to die. Yeah, but he died along with Almost all of them. Almost immediately. Yeah, just like they all, like, like he's the last one standing, <clears throat> but it kills him. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, so that thing's on the loose. Um, they find out about um, George. Lizzie goes under the radar for the entire movie. Doesn't come out until the end. Mm. Like it just lands in the Everglades and you see a croc just grab it and go underwater. That's the last <laughs> you see of it. Um, Where's Negan? That's where Negan comes in. And he is hardcore Negan in this movie. Oh, yeah. He, I don't know if it's like he will never be able to escape the role, but he's a, <laughs> he's got like a Southern accent that goes in and out that you don't know if it's like there or <laughs> like, it's like, there it is. Where'd it go? There it is. Where'd it go? But he's just like, oh, I hear you got a gorilla. I'm here to talk to that gorilla. What's that? You can't talk to gorillas. And then he takes him and puts him on a plane and the rock's just like, don't do that. And he doesn't listen to the rock. Of course not. He's no, only one the prime the no one listens to the rock until it's too late. And that's their mistake. Um, so they take this gorilla on a plane to some government building or whatever. And because it's growing at an accelerated rate and, you know, the rock's like you're not gonna be able to contain it and they're like don't worry about it <laughs> we can contain anything with <sighs> the u.s government so wow. the the love interest slash like girl sidekick to the rock is this scientist who worked for this company and she, through her research trying to save her brother who had cancer she uh inadvertently made like the rampage like like genetic Virus. editing like compound that they make and it, they like steal it from her and like frame her for something and send her to jail. She gets out and she's got a bone to pick with them, but you know, whatever she, she's there for some reason. Like I forget <laughs> why, like she's like, to look pretty. yeah, I guess. And so she's there alongside the rock for the entire movie. And, uh, this is the, the biggest, the biggest problem. Like, like I was like, like my, my hopes were like up here. 
And as the movie went on, there were like it was a slow decline. <laughs> like it was like oh, steady decline. Just like a steady decline. I was just like oh, uh, the the villains are cartoonish. Oh, the that scientist lady came out of nowhere. Oh, they the jokes are really bad. Oh, the one liners are getting worse by the minute. And my man, <laughs> he's not in this movie. <laughs> Damn. The the villains, like. <laughs> it's like a Power Rangers plot. Like it's ridiculous. Like they go to the roof of the this the their skyscraper in Chicago, and they're like, "We have some of the best antennas in the world, and we're gonna send out this signal that draws the whatever creatures are affected by this thing here, so the army can kill them, and we can grab samples and then continue our research or like sell it off, you know, whatever we were gonna do, and then we'll be solid, rich." Solid plan. And the brother was just like, "Oh." Okay, boss, whatever you say. And so they press this button and it sends out a ringing. And then you see like the croc like Coming start swimming water. somewhere. You see the wolf like like start walking wherever the ringing is. And this wakes um, George up in the in the jet and he goes nuts and um, kills almost everybody except for Negan or who is Harvey Russell in this movie. That's his name. Uh, except for Harvey Davis and Dr. Kate Caldwell, um, who escape in a ridiculous fashion. Like, <laughs> of course. Harvey gets knocked out. He's like, he's got his arm snagged on like a rope like thing that you find in army helicopters. And um, and Davis grabs a parachute, puts it on him. He puts a, one on, on Dr. Kate and he puts one on him, on uh, Harvey and they all jump out. And Harvey like wakes up mid like, Air. <laughs> and he's just like holy shit and he's just like yep just pull this and then he's fine and they're fine and george escapes and goes towards the city and what happens next they get picked up by the the government because he calls them on the sat phone or whatever what they do he gets to the government they're in an army base and there's the stereotypical army guy who's like i could solve this with violence <laughs> and and, no, and davis is just like listen um you see the giant wolf and a giant gorilla and they're all they're both walking towards the same thing normally they would be killing each other why why is that they're obviously going towards somewhere and the army guy's not having it. He's just like, don't worry. I've got this trap set. Come on. We're going to kill both Logic of them. Logic never works for army people. The trap, the trap is not going to work. We all know this. Um, so Davis um, does the scene you see in the trailer where he knocks out two army guys and he goes and steals a helicopter. And Harvey comes out of nowhere and gives him a sat phone. He's just like, I'm on your side. Uh, let me know when you get to the city and we'll I'll you. help you. And they go off. Um, the the rock is joking throughout this entire thing, people and most of them, most of the jokes are about him wanting to like beat people up or like show how great he is at like knocking people out. He's always like, he's a man. He's like, like when he like knocks out the soldiers, he's just like, guys, don't do this because I'm gonna punch you and I'm gonna strangle you, and I'm like, I don't want to do that. And then like. Like yeah, at one point, like like when Harvey helps him, he's like, "Man, I wish I got to knock him out or something." And I was like, "What? Why? <laughs> Just get in the helicopter, get the fuck out of there!" And like he does this throughout the entire movie, which is weird, but whatever. He's making a lot of bad jokes in this movie. Um, really? Yeah. The writing for Rampage wasn't that great. You know, I was hoping that um, the the guy they got to write it, uh, I believe it's the same guy that wrote Ready Player One, that he would do a better job, but nope. 
Hold on, I'm looking for notes because I wrote notes. Because when when movies aren't holding my attention, I like to write notes down. You can actually take your phone out and nobody. Yeah, I'm just like, oh fuck, okay. <laughs> um, Homework. Where I leave off. So they go about, go towards the city in the helicopter, and shit has already hit the fan. Um, Ralph the wolf, who has spikes that come out of him, and he can throw at people and vehicles and stuff, and also That's new. skin flaps like that, a like flying squirrel. Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't know. They don't. What are you talking about? Wolves. All wolves have that. They don't even explain it. Like, oh, the there's a mutation. Like they whatever. they they tr- they like great like like glazed over like the scientist lady was just like we use this dna and this dna and this dna and we put it together and that's rampage and i was just like wait so why doesn't anyone else have special abilities why doesn't the gorilla have spikes or nothing just like whatever happened not even mentioned so on uh these things are tearing through chicago and destroying things um the one thing i will give this movie is that they don't pull any punches you see people like get straight up murked like like get crushed by buildings Lizzie comes out of the river and a boat is on top of it. So you just see people just like fall out of it, like onto the, onto Lizzie and into the water and just like on each other. And like the boat just like capsizes and like, yeah, the destruction's great. A in this movie, a lot of destruction. Um, Billions of dollars in damage. (laughs) Out of nowhere, the rock, the rock said, like it wasn't even a medical situation or anything, and she's <laughs> technically a doctor. I forget. Like they get in a helicopter or something, and he says, "Like, and that's why you always bring a doctor." And I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> I was like, "Why do you always bring a doctor? What did she do? She's a doctor, technically, but like, what?" He's just like, "I'm glad you're here." He's just like, "Okay, fly a helicopter. Glad I have a doctor." Yeah. Um, that rhymed. Yeah. He uses three helicopters in this movie. Three. Yeah. Do all of them explode? Yes. Wait. One of them doesn't. That's disgusting. And I appreciate his second use, and I'll tell you. I'll tell you when it happens. His second use of the the, the second helicopter he uses. Um, so 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 they get to the city, and they're like, "Oh, we have to get to the building because um, in there we can find an antidote for this stuff." Oh, there's an actual antidote. Yeah, because uh, the, the scientist lady is. That's the plan. That's why they're going into the city. I forgot. Whatever it doesn't matter. Scientist <laughs> lady, you know, scientist whatever. lady was like, while I was there, I also made an antidote, or like they have to have an antidote because they have to have a contingency or whatever. So they go to the thing and they're like, we have to beat them there because that's where the noise is coming from and that's where they're destroyed. So they get there after much adversity, right? Yeah, we just see we just see like a long sequence of them destroying shit. So they get there and. Unscathed and yeah, unscathed. Like it's like like cut to, and they're like coming out of the elevator to the oh. floor that they need, and like they're on the eightieth floor or whatever. And they're like looking through the stuff, and they find it. But then the the affluent um, fat cat twins come, and like the the bumbling idiot has a gun, and Why? he's just like, I don't know. Why would you give that <laughs> he's guy got a gun? he's got the gun. He's pointing it at them, and I'm like, Rock, punch him in the face. The Rock, punch him in the face. And you love punching people in the face. It's like you, this is your it. opportunity. This is what you wanted. And um, so the sister, she's like, "Give me the gun, you idiot!" And she shoots the rock like in his stomach, and he like goes unconscious immediately because that's what happens when you get shot. You just uh, you just die, right? And so they take her up to the helicopter that they're gonna get into and to escape because they need her to re-engineer the rampage, whatever. 
Um, but the monsters show up. Uh, like you see the rumbling and stuff, and you see that Lizzie is climbing up the side of it, and Ralph is like, like, ju- like running through it, and George is doing gorilla stuff on his way up and stuff. And so they get King up. Kong style. Yeah, King Kong style. And so Lizzie's the one that's taking the most time because Lizzie, for some reason, is the biggest of all of them, and it's like like a ridiculous scale. Like it's like if my thumb was George, my middle finger, two middle fingers would be Lizzie. Like that's, that's how, that's how big it was compared to the other two. So they get to the roof and like, they just start fucking shit up. And the bumbling idiot brother runs away, runs downstairs. Cause he's bumbling and he wants to save himself. And, um, the helicopter, like it's tail gets destroyed and they're just like running for their lives. And scientist lady is about to die and the rock comes back fine. Inexplicably. <laughs> he's he was literally unconscious two seconds ago. Now he's back, grabs her, saves her from some falling shit, and and he was just like, Oh, I'm okay. <laughs> like they don't even <laughs> address it. Like he's just like, I'm good. It's <laughs> like don't worry about it. I'm the rock. No it's bullet. fine. Good. Uh and they, they ha- she has the, the scientist lady snagged um, one of the antidote things because the other lady took all of them, but she snagged one. And she's like, I have it, but how do we give it to George? So he stops being aggressive and will listen to you and will help us. They don't know what to do. So the fat cat lady is there and she still has a gun and she's just like, hey, you better listen to me. We're going to get out of here. I'm just like, what is your motivation? You're going to die. Get out of there. It's fine. The money's not that important. I guess this is rampage. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so they like have a, little, too much into they have a little tussle and she like puts the antidote like in her pocket or something. And then she's just like, fuck you. <laughs> and like kicks her or something. And George picks her up. George hasn't eaten anyone in this movie, but he eats her. <gasps> and it's a nod to the video game. Yeah. Because they would do that, like the whole like holding a person up and then just dropping them in their mouths. And I guess, but like he hasn't eaten There's anyone. No, precedent for that. no one's. I haven't seen any of these monsters eat anyone except for the the wolf maybe. But he just, he just eats her and. It takes about like a, like it, they say like how long does it take to kick in? It's like about ten minutes. <laughs> I don't know why they know that. But so the building at this point has been destroyed just by Lizzie trying to get up there, and Lizzie's like been going in and out of the building like that. So it's like just destroying this building. So it's starting to lean and like fall. The Rock. This is the second helicopter use that I appreciate. He gets in with her, and he's like. Um, and she's like, there's no tail on this thing. We're going to die. He's just like, I'm going to try something. <laughs> and as like, I honestly thought it was cool. As the building is falling like this, like, like leaning, they're on top and he turns the helicopter on. It gets a little lift off the, the side of the building. Right. And this obviously won't work in real life. So don't don't get excited. <laughs> don't try this. Don't at try home. this at home with your helicopter and skyscraper. So it's floating like this much off the skyscraper and as it's falling it's still like this all the way down so it's like hovering over the falling skyscraper the entire way down and lands okay like they they're like banged up but they're alive and i i just never saw that in a movie <laughs> and i was like you that wouldn't work was stupid enough to put that in a movie yeah and i was just like wow 
I guess That's they're alive. New. That's the first time anyone's crashed in a helicopter and lived in yeah. a movie. And I was just like, maybe <laughs> every other time, I'm like they're dead. I don't know <laughs> why they did get that. On it. Yeah. But they live after that. And, um, George snaps out of it and he's just like, Oh, Hey rock. And he's like, Hey, um, we need to kill these things or like, you know, save all these people. And so, uh, the rock grabs, uh, a fucking grenade launcher and, uh, just a, a, a bando ba- bandolier thing of, of grenades across his chest. And he's just like, me and you are going to fight all these things. Um, while this is happening, bumbling idiot before the skyscraper fell, obviously bumbling idiot made it downstairs. Um, Harvey Russell is there for some reason. He appears out of nowhere in this movie. Like he's always just like he's just like oh well well well. Like that's like every time he just appears. He's like hello, it's me. Yeah, it's uh, what are you doing there? And then he's just like give me your laptop so I can like um, convict you of this crime that you've made and you can leave. Like he's just like give me that laptop and you can get out of here and bumbling and he's like that's all i gotta do here you go and he ran out the door and gets squished by some falling debris or something <laughs> that's literally like he knew it was gonna happen like he was just like go out that door you're gonna die it was like he could have lived maybe but whatever he dies and he vanishes um <laughs> into the and ether. into the ether he's just like goodbye <laughs> and uh all right, so army guy is still in the base, and he's just like, if I can't kill them with my trap, I'm going to send a stealth bomber and bomb the entire city because that always works. And Best idea ever. Uh, Harvey Russell's thing is like he's supposed to stop the, the bombing. Or like, you know, he gives – he's like – he tells the lady scientists after they fall from the building, get, get in this Jeep, go find a sat phone tell Harvey to stop the the bombing that's going to happen because me and George are going to take care of this. <laughs> and she goes. and Good plan. And so Lizzie's like going to eat them, but George hits him with like a, the top of the skyscraper spire thing, mm-hmm. like knocks him down for a few seconds. And then Ralph comes and uh, the rock just starts shooting him with this grenade launcher. And he's not afraid at all in this whole movie. He's just like, yeah. I love this. And he's shooting this thing. And then it it does like a a wrestling move on him. It like runs away, but then makes it a point to come through a building to like glide towards him. But, and this is what the rock wanted because the rock was planning this because the rock knows what he's doing. So he's shooting this thing. He's just like, if I shoot this thing, it'll come through this building and come at me, which is what I want because Lizzie's right behind me. And when I dodge roll out of this, He'll fly right into Lizzie and Lizzie will just kill him, which is what happens. Obviously, Lizzie just grabs Ralph and just like death rolls like a croc does mm-hmm. and just like rips its head off and like eats it. And now George just has to beat Lizzie and they fight. George is doing King Kong stuff. He like rips like one of his spikes out and like stabs him mm-hmm. with it. You know, cool stuff. And uh, at one point, Lizzie's about to kill George and then. Rock gets into helicopter number three. Number three. Number three. It's grounded, so he's not going to do anything fancy, but it's still got guns and stuff yeah. on it, so he's shooting the shit out of it. And uh, right before, like, he shoots it with the machine gun. The machine gun bullets run out, and he's got missiles, so he's, like, going to shoot him with missiles. And he goes, oh, hold on, I wrote this down. 
He says, so you mess with my friend, you mess with we mother... And then he shoots the missiles. And it's like, ooh, the rock. Um, the missiles don't kill it. It just like hurts it a little bit. And then more fighting. More fighting. and it's a long uh, movie. Yeah. You have no idea. Um, and then the rock throws some grenades at it. Hurts it a little bit more. And like just as the Lizzie's about to kill the rock... George comes in with another spiky object and like stabs it like, like right in the head or like through the eye and kills it. Okay. And um, the army guys watching all this like drone footage, like because Harvey called him, he's like, "You should look at what's <laughs> happening before you shoot a bomb." And he's just like, "Show me the drone footage." And then he sees that they're fighting and that they won. He's just like, "Well, I'll be damned." And then he stops the bombing from happening. Um. George dies at the end. Oh, he like you know he's like signing. I like, like we're friends, we're family, blah blah blah. And then he like dies, but then um, he like he, he faked it, it. He faked it like as a joke. Oh. And then the rocks like you son of a bitch. And then <laughs> George is like ah, <laughs> and they're just like woo, gotcha, bitch. Ah. Um, and that's rampage. That's that's the end of the movie. Oh my God, like okay, they, good. <laughs> they, they, the end of the movie is just like, well, we gotta help all these people, George. And he's just like, okay. And then you see George just like, like start to lift. Like he like carries people in his hand to like safety, and like he's like helping clean up the mess he made. <laughs> and like I was a, like, a there's and no way. There's no way. There's no way. They the army would show up and gun that gorilla down like hard. Cause be a happy ending. George. You didn't let it play out five more minutes Rampage. to see what happens. I bet you that army guy's just like, wait a minute, go send the bombers back. No, fuck this. I'm not letting that gorilla go. But that's how it ends. And it just says rampage across the screen and then and you just it. get sad and you leave. <laughs> I mean there's no uh, post credit scene where, um, where they if there was I didn't him back if there side. was I didn't stick around for it because I was oh, like, I Fuck this and I left. <laughs> I was that, like, it's that, nothing like the video game I left. That was a wild ride. Yeah, did you enjoy the the story I told you? <laughs> I did because I, I think feel like everyone out there did as well. Because I feel like anyone could just tell that as a bedtime story, and it's literally better than watching the movie because <laughs> it, you don't have to sit through it it's, and watch it. It was it was a good thirty minute version. Oh of it. my god, I liked it was it. so bad. All right, how many how many um, hovering helicopters down oh. up? Uh, Leaving skyscraper, do you give out of ten? I'm gonna give this a big fat three. Three, just because. What were its redeeming quality? <laughs> redeeming qualities of rampage. Why three? Just because the Rock is a good man. The he's Rock, a good you man. are worth three points. He's a rock. good. He's he's a good man. Um, and uh, I played the game as a kid. Nostalgia. That's, that's it. Nostalgia. A little bit of nostalgia. So, when like it was obviously rock. it was a little obviously stupid for the gorilla to just eat someone out of nowhere but like i was like huh that's like the game cool <laughs> uh, uh, and i was like i get three points just because it almost suckered me in like with the space thing and like the beginning i was like oh make no a movie way. about the space thing honestly i want to see the rat kill people yeah it looked like like we walked into like a crazy like thriller and i was like oh this is a different direction but you know it turned that, into the that same uh, that's quickly dissipated yeah so yeah, don't go. You know, go see it if you want. Um, the video game curse has still not been broken, unfortunately. Um, yeah, it shall continue. Yeah. All right, David. You're All right. Dare. Truth or dare? So, okay. Dare. So, truth or dare? So, 
for those of you that don't know, I love scary movies. He said this in the A Quiet Place podcast. Yes. If you if you haven't listened to it, uh, you should. Un- it's great. Unfortunately, the A Quiet Place and Truth or Dare are have very little. But they in were common. direct, both directed by John Krasinski. I don't understand. <laughs> they weren't. So um, just the Quiet Place. So I, I this movie just as as we're going into it, if you've seen this movie, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen this movie, don't go see this movie. It. It suffers from everything that's wrong with scary movies. It is just the scary movie that you know you've seen, and it's just it just gets annoying to me anyway. I mean, if you like scary movies and you don't see them often, I mean, go for it. There are a, a few really cheap jump scares in there. There's like a creepy face that comes into play. So like, if that's your thing, go for it. Um, Run me through the plot. So how does okay. this movie work? So. Truth or dare. So here, here, here it is. <laughs> I'm going to try to get through this as quickly as possible. Something tells me that's going to be fairly easy. It really will be. Yeah. Um, there's not much that happens. Yeah. Uh, so the movie begins and we're right outside of Mexico um, into the United States. I think it was California somewhere. And there's this young woman. Um, she looked Latina, goes into this, uh, drives up into a gas station the guy behind the counter can I get a pair a pack of smokes you see him and you see like the scary face that I was talking about you immediately see it like it doesn't hide it doesn't try to trick you it doesn't try to scare you it's just the scary face and wait well, is it on the and guy? it's on it's on the guy okay so and you might have seen it if you've seen some of the commercials but basically I feel like the director was just like Bring your chin down a little bit and just do a creepy smile. <laughs> and that's what they re- went with. And obviously, like, there's some CGI on top of it. Like, they, they bring up the the cheekbones a little bit, the lips to make it, like, a really creepy smile. And then the eyeballs are all, like, red and creepy. Uh-huh. All right. Like, whatever. We've seen better scary faces out there. Yeah. Um, but it asks her, truth or dare? And this guy, he speaks Spanish, but whatever. So he turns to her and says, truth or dare? And she's just like, no, don't make me do it. I don't want to play anymore. And in the next scene, she grabs a light, lighter fluid off the shelf. And there's another person in the store. And she light, and she like squeezes the lighter fluid on this lady and lights her on fire. Oof. She goes up. Bam. Truth or dare. Title. Title. Okay. Um, so I was immediately like, I already knew kind of what the movie was about. So I was just like, all right, there's a creepy person who tells you to do truth or dare. You have to do it or you die. Like that's from the commercials. So, and that's another thing that I don't like about scary movies is that they give everything away really in the commercials. So like I saw literally like two commercials before this movie, I knew everything that was going to happen. And also just because of my vast knowledge of scary movies, it's, you don't really shock me anymore. Yeah. Um, so cut to the main character, um, I don't remember her name. Uh, I'm going to look it up real quick. It was Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> it was not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, it was Lucy Hale, and her name in the movie is Olivia. So Lucy is actually, like, normally when we see scary movies, she was actually a character that I haven't seen too often in scary movies. Normally when you see scary movies, the protagonist is very, like, one-dimensional. Uh-huh. Like, she is this thing. And then that's it. Um, or you have, like, she is pretending to be this thing, but really she's, she's another thing. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't even really call that two-dimensional, even though that's technically what it is. 
uh, Lucy, or Olivia in this movie, she is the righteous, good, can-never-be-turned girl. Mm-hmm. Like, she is always, like, out for the world. So we see that immediately, and it was, a, it was an interesting change of pace. She's not a slut. She's not, you know, the cheerleader. She's just the girl who is the girl. Uh-huh. And over the summer, or no, this is spring break. Over spring break, she wants to go to the Middle, no, not the Middle East, uh, some place in Africa, I think, to, to build a Habitat for Humanity. So she's, like, making, like, an intro video. Like, that's the first time we see her. So I was like, huh, that's pretty cool, interesting. Go for it. You, you go, girl. You're, you're, you're doing good. But her, her friend Marky bad influence as she was she's like no this is our last um spring break of college let's go to mexico and get fucked up so she eventually she was like oh, okay actually technically she said no but marky had already called the people for uh habitat for humanity and told them that olivia got shingles what? so that she couldn't go so what? that she had to go to spring break with them. What? So from the very beginning, Marky is the worst friend ever. Yeah. She she abs- she she's seems... a horrible human being. Yeah. So <laughs> so those are our two main characters, Olivia and Marky, and they are bestest frenzies. Um, and then literally everyone else doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, so we get introduced to the gang. So Lucy's the good girl. Uh, Marky is the absolute worst person. Tyler Posey's character, Lucas, is like the love like the love triangle guy because he's does all three of them um he so does he, all three of them or two of them lucy and i mean uh, olivia and marky okay yeah yeah uh and then uh sophia ali <coughs> who is penelope they call her pen um she, <laughs> she's an alcoholic nice like it's really bad um and then there's uh tyson who's he's a he's like the dick like he's like the macho dick, but it's interesting. He's not a jock. He's actually pre-med, huh. so like he's like the smart dick. Huh. Uh, so that was a little bit different. And then there's um, uh, Sam Lerner, I think, as Ronnie, and he's like the he's the uh, um, nerd, the gay one. Damn it, he's the gay Asian actually. Oh, so nice. pretty interesting. Um, so you you meet your ragtag. Oh, I'm sorry, that was no. Nope, never mind. I was right. Uh, so you meet your ragtag group of six college kids and they go into they go to spring break they go to mexico so they're all in california so they don't all they they'll drive to mexico uh-huh. uh and literally the title like the the intro to like you know directed by it all that kind of stuff is done through snapchat filters and snapchat screens because they're in mexico and they're all like taking pictures uh-huh. so i thought that was actually pretty clever uh-huh. it was cute it was funny it was cool it was something i hadn't seen before i liked it um their last night there they're partying at this bar and uh Penelope and um, Tyson are a couple and they're making out on the dance floor and then uh, uh, Lucas and Marky are a couple so like they're making out on the dance floor but unbeknownst to Lucas Tyler Posey's character Marky cheats on him all the time she just cannot keep it in her pants and Olivia the main character obviously keeps she's the best friend keeps it from him as much as she can so she's on the dance floor dancing with some mexican dude like almost making out with him and olivia's just like bitch you have a boyfriend don't do this uh so she's like okay whatever so she goes to the bar and she's about to order a drink when somebody else from their college 
someone not really important um, comes up and like hits on her and he's like he's a douchebag like he's absolutely a douchebag like he's the one that's just like two girls kissing oh my god that's great <laughs> um, so like he tries to get all up in that and Olivia's just like go fuck yourself and then that's where we get introduced to Dwayne Carter Mitchell. no Carter oh. uh, so Carter is this like he's another college kid but he's like handsome and he's charming and he talks to Olivia and like they get nice and friendly whatever and then he's just like hey you guys don't want to end the party yet let's go to this abandoned mexican church that i <laughs> okay. found and they're and the, and yeah and olivia's just like yeah you brought me here to party let's go party so they go to this abandoned mexican church what? and don't do that and they start playing so they are all just like what do we do now like he, what's we want some more tequila where the beers whatever and carter suggests hey why don't we play truth or dare so he's just like you do the dare or you say the truth and that's how you play the game. And then I'm just like in the audience was like everyone knows how to play truth. Like you don't have to <laughs> preface this movie with explaining how to play truth or dare. But whatever. I really hope there was someone that watched that went like, to go oh, see this movie. It's like, wait, this is a real game. <laughs> People play this. So, uh, so they start playing the game, and it like it goes in a certain order because of reasons. Um, and so then Carter is. So, uh, you know, two girls kiss and uh, the, the stupid douchebag gives the doctor kid a lap dance. And, like, you know, they're all stupid college kids and they're drunk. So, like, all the funny stuff is happening. And then Carter is told to do pick truth or dare. He picks truth. And then Penelope, you might have seen this in the commercial. She says, what are your intentions with our lovely li Olivia? And he says, I had to find a girl with friends to bring up here to play this game, truth or dare. Because uh, I'm, com I'm comfortable with people dying as long as it's not me. Wow, and they all kind of just like hush, and he's and then he gets up and he walks away, and Olivia chases after him. He's like, "What are you? What are you talking about? What are you doing?" And he's like, "The game is real, truth or dare. If you do, if you say truth, you do the truth, or you die." And then he's like, "Good luck, bye." So he he wow. jets, and she turns around, and they were all sitting in a circle, but she turns around, and they're not there. Oh my god! <sighs> so she like walks forward, and then she turns around again, and all of them are surrounding her with this creepy face, this smile, and the red eyes. And they're like, truth or dare, truth or dare. And then she turns around again, and Tyler Posey, and every, they're all sitting back again, and Tyler Posey's just like, are you okay? And she's just like, kind of like shook up, and she was like, yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. So they go back to school, and the first person to go was the douchebag. So Obviously. he's in a bar, just talking. He's just waiting for chicks to make out with each other. Basically, and he like he's playing pool with his friend, and he's, he literally turns around to these girls that were just talking, not even like talking to him. And he's just like, hey, like, you come here often? Can I get your number? Like, he, like, legit outright asked them to, like, have sex with him, basically. Oh, that's my that's, right. I got it. That's, that's what I said. Uh, and she's just like, go fuck yourself. And he's like, oh, come on, you know, whatever. And then she turns around, bam, creepy face, truth or dare. And he's just like, he actually <laughs> says, you're actually creeping me, you're actually really creeping me out, but I like it, so let's do it. What? Yeah. And he says, dare. So she says, I dare you to get up on the, the pool table and show everyone your penis. And he's just like, I'm in it. Let's do it. He gets up on the table and he's just like, this, again, this is the commercial. Uh, this young woman just dared me to show everyone your my business, so I'm going to do it. And then out of the back, some girl just says, seen it, not impressed. <laughs> and Which was actually a funny like little aside. And he's just like, well, who was that, Beth? 
And then she, the same girl says, Beth saw it too. He wasn't impressed. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's clever. I like that. That was funny. And then he's just like, all right, you know what? Fine. I won't do it. And as soon as he says that, his face becomes creepy. And that's when he steps on the ball, on a, uh, a, bowl, um, a billiard ball, falls forward, <laughs> cracks his neck. And everyone's freaking out. Everyone's like, everyone's recording it. So they send it to the other five people that were there, the five quote unquote best friends. And Olivia is the first one to be like, dude, I'm seeing shit. This is real. Yeah. Like, this is the game. Carter told me I need to play the game or I'm going to die or we're all going to die. So uh, freaky shit starts happening to all of them. She she gets asked truth or dare like almost to the end. Uh, so the next person to ask to, to be asked truth or dare. Um, oh, it, no, it was her. She was going to the library to talk to her friend Marky. And as soon as she stepped into the library, everyone in the library looked at her, had the creepy face on, and said, truth or dare, truth or dare. So she was like, truth. And she said, what's the secret that Marky asks you to hide from uh, Lucas? And that's when she said, you might have all still seen this in the commercial. She says, Marky's constantly cheating on Lucas. And then when she opens her eyes again, everyone's kind of just like in their own space, like not even next to her, like uh-huh. looking at her like she's crazy because she just said it out loud in the library. Yeah. So now, Marky, so there's a common theme that I am super annoyed with in this movie, and that it's that no matter what happens, and even though Marky is a horrible human being, she gets mad at Olivia for everything. Really? Like, you'd think best friends would be able to, like, you know, stick it out, or, you know, it, because they're getting chased by a demon in playing this game, Truth or Dare, you'd think they'd, be like, stick up for each other, but every single chance Marky has to like throw Olivia under the bus she takes it so she's like this garbage person (sighs) and I I learned to hate her but she has a tragic backstory she had a super close relationship with her dad and a couple of years ago her dad killed himself (sighs) so like once you find that out and it's towards the beginning I'm just like that's sad but you are still a garbage human being yeah so like uh, she says it a lot. She's just like Olivia. You're the only person I have. Like you're my dis- you're my sister. You're my best friend. Like we need to stick together. And then she'll like you know the next truth. <laughs> Marky will just be like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um. So they all end up dying except for the main three, uh, Olivia, Lucas, and Marky, in in various ways. How um, spectacular fashion. So yes, yeah, spectacular fashion. Just um, run them real quick. Like I'm, which I'm, one? I'm gonna. Um, so. What's his name is the first to die to die yeah. with the bowling billiard ball. Then uh, she goes, and the next person to do it is Tyler Posey. He actually gets uh, truth or dare burned into his skin. That's like the 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 crazy thing that happens to him. But the, he chooses truth, and he says uh, the 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 game asks him what his true feelings towards Olivia are, and he professes his love for Olivia. So he's just like, uh, so he calls Olivia and he's like, I believe you. And she's like, why? What did the game make you do? And he says this, I've had feelings for you since we first met and I want to, you know, see how all those explore, but I don't want to hurt Marky because I know where to get it, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. So like there's some teenage angst in there. And honestly, out of all the kids, I felt like Tyler Posey's acting was like the worst. <laughs> I don't know why. Like I like Tyler Posey. Uh-huh. I just, I don't know if his acting skills are as strong. Whatever. So he's the next one to do what it. Was- is he anything in anything I would have seen? Uh, well, he's the star of um, the Werewolf show. Teen Wolf. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> the only on. other thing that I know him from is Made in Manhattan. Oh, <laughs> that was he was great. In that <laughs> he was great yeah. in that way. I don't know where his his chops went. Uh, so so Penelope, she's dared. So one of the things that got me was that the next one to go is Penelope, and she's an alcoholic, like I said. Yeah. And she's like super drunk, and she's in her room, just like almost passing out, like to the point where she's throwing up. So she threw up in her bathroom, and then she's like washing her face. And, like, the whole, like, double mirror thing happens where she looks in the mirror and it's her with this creepy face talking to her and she's, like, truth or dare. And she says, truth. And then the game says, that's not how the game works. What? And then I, that's exactly what I said. I was just like, it's called truth or dare. You pick one, you do it. Like, what are you talking about? That's not how the game works. So I think that's stupid. <laughs> And I'm just like So it just dares everything. her to do something? So it says, yeah, it says it, it dares you. She said you have to walk the, uh, the the perimeter of the roof of your house while finishing like a quarter bottle of vodka. If you don't, you die. So they obviously all realize that the, tr- the game is like a real thing now. So Marky and the Asian kid, um, Ron, no, not Ronnie. Where did he go? Brad. There you go. His name is Brad. Uh, they take a mattress and they're just like following her like on the floor because if she slips and falls they would go catch her uh, but she as, as but she was she like she was just like hey guys do this for me real quick or no. like they just like know that the game is making her do they, it they so knew that the like, game would be oh, wow. so she ran out onto the is roof is there a time limit should she could call them and be like hey could you come over here with a mattress um, well they all live in it's, it's, a, it's a sorority house so okay. all the girls live together okay. sorry I didn't mention that no, it's okay. I didn't think it was relevant <laughs> Uh, you didn't have to. It's it's, it's fine. Um, I don't know why I'm asking questions. So she like she's like drinking this thing and and like she's walking around the perimeter of the house and then there's obviously a gate with like super pointy spikes there. So you know we think that she's gonna fall. So Olivia, being the smart one, honestly, she grabs her car and she rams into the fence, knocking it over. And that's exactly when she falls. Uh, Penelope falls, but they get the, the mattress underneath her and they make it fine. Good. She doesn't die from the game, technically. So, anyway, the next person to die is um, Tyson. So he's he's a dick. He's a douchebag. The med student. The med student, and he has been writing fake prescriptions for anyone in college for the past couple of years. Because obviously he's pre-med, so he thinks he can do whatever he wants. Wow. So it's actually really funny. The day that he dies, he's going for his. Um, pre-med interview or his no his, his medical school interview so he's at the medical school he's having an interview with this one woman and then at the very end of the inter- interview she asks him truth or dare and she's and he kind of like blows it off he's just like what you know uh, olivia put you up to this or whatever blah 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 and so he almost leaves the interview but then he turns around and again creepy face the lady's just like one more question truth or dare so he's just like fine whatever truth and then he, she asks him, how long have you been writing prescriptions for, for freshmen? And he's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? How dare you, how dare you talk, say that to me? You know, this is a lie. I'm not going to answer you. So then she, like, gets, her face gets wiped. It's normal again. And then it goes on to him. And he pulls, like, his lucky pen out of his pocket. And he stabs himself in the eye. And then he goes against the wall and, put, and like, st- like, Bangs, bangs his head his against head. the wall so the, the pen goes like deeper into his eye and then like you see the blood and everyone freaks the fuck out um so like they they're like freaking out obviously because you know this game is real and on the other like 
how they want to like end it or whatever is they have to find where it started so they find the girl of course (laughs) i know that's you know so they have to find the girl who at the very beginning she doused the lady with lighter fluid and and lit her on fire they find her on facebook (laughs) and they google her or whatever thank you mark zuckerberg Uh, and they um and they set up a meeting so they meet her and she immediately asks like which one of you is olivia and she's just like i am like we need to know how this game works or whatever and so she's like we we played the game a bunch of us all seven of my friends that played were all they were all dead except except for two of us and they're just like well like what do we do how do we do it and then and then penelope was just like why did it make me do a dare and then that's when we find out it's when we played the first time we played it was truth or dare but it was two truth and a dare so that not everyone could play truth all the time so that somebody had was forced to do a, uh, a, a dare i guess <laughs> that's what i said i was like that's kind of weak but okay um so then that's why what's her name had to do a dare and then they're like talking to her like what did you have to do like why why is it happening and and then olivia kind of like she like realizes she's like i never told you my name how did you know i was olivia and that's when she pulls out a gun and she was like the game told me to shoot you so if i don't do it i'm gonna die so they're like no don't shoot her so it actually in like one of the best slash worst moments she takes out the gun points at olivia and shoots but penelope who is the drunk girl pushes her out of the way and gets shot and dies Meanwhile, her quote-unquote best friend, Marky, just stands there. Yeah. And I'm just like, it should have been you! But, like, they got the cheap kill, and then the two two of the guys that were there, uh, uh, Brad and Lucas, they, like, tackle the girl, and then she gets the face, the creepy face, and she said she didn't do the dare because she didn't kill Olivia, and she, like, cracks her own neck, and she <sighs> dies. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I, at this point, I'm just like, I'm fucking done with the game. Like, this is so fucking annoying. Uh, so then there's four of them left. Olivia, Lucas, Marky, and Brad. And Brad is the gay guy. Um, he goes to the hospital for some reason. Oh, uh, Olivia. She, um, one of the dares for Marky was to break Olivia's hand. Oh my god! So she took a hammer and she smashed Olivia's hand. So they all went to the hospital. Um, Jesus, Marky's a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, so they're at the hospital, and Brad's dad is a cop. So he's happens to ha- be at the hospital too, and it dared him. Oh. Or wait, to, what? It he he did truth, and he. Oh, it can. It's telling other people to do it. No, also? no, not his dad. It was, oh, it was oh, Brad. him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It it it, uh, it it asked Brad truth or dare, and he said truth. And it said, tell, come out to your dad. And that I thought was like. Wait, that's not, that's technically like a dare. A dare. But like tell the truth to your dad about your sexuality, uh-huh. basically. Okay. So he had to tell him he was gay. And me being homosexual, I thought that was a really like cool scene, but I, we didn't see it. He like, it says dare or, or, or truth. And then he's face to face with his dad. And then the, it jump cuts to. Uh, Olivia, uh, Olivia, Lucas, and Marky in like the hospital room, or whatever. And then Brad walks in, and he's just like, "I just had my turn. The 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 game told me to come out to my dad." And I was just like, "That could have been like a pretty good scene, like uh, heart." But a good scene in a shit but movie. Whatever. So so then it, it wasn't his turn anymore. So then it was um. They have to keep going. I forget what happens after that. So anyway, so 
they find out through, I guess, the, they have to, like, backtrack to what happened. They find out that, um, like, 50 years ago or whatever, the place, the, the temple that they were, that the, the rundown temple where they were at, where they first played the game, was a convent. And um, there's only one woman of the convent, including the priest, that's alive. So they go visit her, and she lived in Mexico. So she doesn't speak to them. She's just like, my mother just like took a vow. They, they meet the daughter, and they're like, or the granddaughter, and it's like, my grandmother doesn't speak. She took a vow of silence, so she can write to you in Spanish, and I'll translate. Um, but she's just like, you know, go easy on her. She's an old woman, blah, blah, blah. So they go in there, and they try to find out. And basically the story was. Here we go. Yeah, this is like where it stemmed from. 50 years ago, when the women were in the convent uh, one of the priests was um, playing hide and seek with them and whoever he found he would rape oh my god yeah so one of the girls who was in the convent she knew witchcraft so she uh, uh, yeah so she she uh, <laughs> she just knew witchcraft she just knew witchcraft so she um, summoned the demon to um kill the priest but what she didn't know was that the the demon that she summoned was basically like the witch version version of loki it was like the god or the demon of trickery and uh mischief mischief so like it didn't just kill the priest but it took over the game so of hide and seek it was it was hide and seek it was hide and seek at the time so um it was hide and seek so whoever was hiding if they um, were found, they were killed. So it went throughout the entire convent until every girl was killed except for this one lady. And then she was the only one who knew how to stop it. And you had to um, sacrifice a part of your body and put it in like this special urn that had like, the insignia of the demon in it or whatever. Uh, and it was by cutting out her own tongue. So that's why she doesn't speak anymore. So she put it in this like clay pot in the in in the church, and that's why the game ended. But then cut to you know, forty years later or whatever, the last kids that were there they ransacked and they broke everything in the church. That's why the demon came back, and that's why it was able to uh, curse Truth or Dare because that was the game that they played. Uh-huh. So then they realized <laughs> they they said the per- the person who broke open the the thing, the whatever, the ceramic pot had to recite the same uh, like counter spell and then sacrifice a part of their body and put in this clay pot and that would seal the demon away. So they find Carter, who was the guy, the that guy got them who there. got them there, uh, and they drag him back like at gunpoint, and um, he's he's like reciting the counter spell and like you know obviously the demon's angry so like it's shaking everything and. Uh, the demon goes into the demon asks Tyler Posey's character, truth or dare, and he I think he was forced to say dare, and he said, and the game said dare, I dare you to kill, uh, either Olivia or Marky, just kill one of them. So he has to choose which one to kill. He kills Marky. He kills Marky. So Don't tell me he kills Marky. I swear. The guy. He doesn't kill Marky. The guy is um, uh, cutting out. He's like he's reciting this. He had to recite it seven times and then cut off a piece of you. So he, they're like holding him at gunpoint. He's like, recite it seven times and then cut off your tongue and then put it in this thing. 
and then you're fine. And he was like, he's actually about like he was a good sport about it. Like he was about <laughs> to do it, and he like he was like holding out his tongue, and he was like actually like chopping away at his Ugh. tongue. But um, uh, Tyler Posey's character, who was um, possessed by the demon, he chose to kill that guy, so he never completed the ritual. So and he, what? And so he never completed the ritual. The the guy Carter never completed the ritual. But then also Tyler Posey's character didn't ever complete the dare. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he killed the guy and then killed himself. <sighs> so then there's two left. So this is the part of the movie that gets me. Like the entire movie was terrible. Uh-huh. But this is the part that gets me the worst because after everything that's been going on. Marky has been an absolute shit human being to Olivia, but Olivia's always been like the ray of light. You know, she's always like she's an she's an everlasting optimist, basically. Like she will never, you know, um, forsake her friends. Like she's like just she's always the good girl. And you know, there was even a at the beginning of the movie, um, there was a, a question, truth or dare, if the aliens came down right now and said uh, they would wipe out all of existence except for us. Or kill all of us and leave the rest of existence alone. What would you choose? And she said, "Sorry, guys, but the rest of existence needs to stay alive. You guys are just six people." Yeah. So that was like a good kind of like mirror to what was gonna happen, uh-huh. but didn't. <laughs> so one thing. So so we know that it's two truths and a dare. Yeah. So like, I thought of a whole completely different reason that she could have done this, but. She told so it was just Olivia and and Marky left, and uh, we know that new people can be added to the game at the site of where the game was created. So she looks at Marky and she's just like, "When you get truth or dare, pick dare." And she's just like, "Just trust me." And I'm just like, "No, bitch!" But whatever. So Marky gets truth or dare. Her dare, no, she asks her to pick dare. Yes. Yeah. So her dare was to shoot Olivia. And I was just like, of course it is. She wants you to fucking die. Like, what are you doing? So they, she like, I don't even know, somehow like moves the gun out of the way of shooting her in the chest and it grazes her arm. And Uh she's like, there, you know, dare done. So now it's my turn. So then Marky's face becomes all scary. She turns to Olivia and says, truth or dare? She says, truth. Um... No, she doesn't. It doesn't come up. She 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 tells she talks directly to the demon at this point because it's it's on Marky's face, and she's just like, now it's your turn, truth or dare to you, and she's and the demon's like, that's not how it works, and she's like, yes, it is. You're here at this moment in this place. You're I can add, this game. I can yeah. add people to the game. So what are you, truth or dare? So she says, so he says truth, and then she says, how do we end the game? And then the demon looks at her in this creepy face and says, it doesn't end until all of you die. Uh, and then so it's just like fuck like you know it couldn't have happened any other way basically uh, so then Olivia and Marky are like oh what do we do and Olivia looks at her and she says I'm choosing you and so she's just like what does that mean so then you see the next image of them taking off in the car going home and then the last moments of the movie are people on YouTube on their phones on like their laptops looking at a video of Olivia saying, my friends and I came to this one place to play this game, truth or dare, the game is real. If you do get a truth, do the tr- say the truth or you die. Do the dare or you die. And I only have one question to ask you. Truth or dare. 
and then it zooms out to like two sisters watching the video and then one sister looking at the thing and then turns to the other and it's the creepy face and that's how it ends so she just infected the world with truth or yes dare? with the demon with with death consequence truth or dare now wait olivia did that yeah it was her turn it was fucking bullshit wait why did she do that because she was saving her best friend who is a shit human being who wouldn't have done the same thing for her it got me so tight i was so <laughs> crispy at that i was just like what how do you end a movie like that it was it was so annoying and i was talking to my friend after the movie and we both agreed that it was just awful but like what? we also we but then we asked ourselves like what would you do and i was just like first of all if it's two truths and a dare i'm going to ask you you pick truth you're going to ask me i pick truth I'm going to ask the demon. He has to pick dare. I dare you to end the game. Duh! But no. It couldn't have ended so perfectly or succinctly. They had to draw it out. And obviously they had to like keep it open. Because that's <sighs> another cliche that bad, move, bad scary movies always... They leave it for seven sequels. Yeah. That hopefully never get made. Oh my god. But like it was Oh, such, that was worse than Rampage. It was so terrible. Oh. And I was just like so I wasn't even upset because I had super low expectations for this movie anyway. I yeah. knew it was gonna be bad. But it like <laughs> if at all possible it like beat my low expectations. <laughs> it was worse than I thought it was gonna be. You know La, La Rosa de Guadalupe? You know yeah. that show? Yeah. That's what that sounds like. <laughs> this movie sounds like an episode of that. Like it's just garbage, it was, but it's like trying to get kids to not be like bad or something. It was. It was it was like a PSA for like Demon <laughs> Demon being, games. Being good. Don't but go like, to churches. It, but it wasn't. Like I just oh, I just couldn't there were just so many things that were wrong and so many things that could have been better. And like obviously we knew this was like a Bloom House scary movie so it's gonna be shit but no bloom house does good stuff doesn't sometimes it? sometimes yeah very, very sometimes <laughs> that's very ah, rarely that's, uh, that's that's upsetting but it was it was definitely terrible <laughs> <laughs> how many shingles out of 10 do you give this oh my god how many pretend how many call pret- out how many, yeah how many shingles? fake shingles do you give this? uh definitely i'm gonna give it uh three three yeah All it right. was there was there was a couple of redeeming qualities because of how they used like current medium. So like the way they used Snapchat and the like and like integrated it into the movie, the way that they used like video chat and um uh like you know Google and stuff like that. They made it really modern, which I think is difficult for horror movies to do because like there's so many outs you can yeah. make with that. But the way that they interweaved it was actually kind of it worked well. Just the rest of the movie, the plot was stupid. Yeah. There was this one part that I thought was really cool. Um, so Marky has this video of her dad's almost last moments with her on her phone, saved as a video, obviously, and it's uh-huh. like a, a cookout, like a barbecue before whatever. So she watches it at the beginning, and that's how you find out that her dad killed himself. Uh, and then later after a fight with Olivia because there was a dare for Lucas to have sex with Olivia. Um, and it happens? Yeah, okay. and it has to or else they die. So Marky leaves and she's watching the video because that's what she does when she gets sad. Uh-huh. And the video 
of her dad turns into a turns Chupa, into Dare a Chupa Dare demon. Oh. His face gets all creepy, whatever, and he's she's watching it on her phone. And like that was a cool way to like really get at your you know quote unquote audience. Like if you're in this movie, like you want to like fuck these kids up, that's one way to do it. Yeah. So it was that was really cool. Um, and then there was like the big twist because every one of these fucking movies has a big twist. And there was a a secret that Olivia was keeping from Marky for however long and whatever and I called it like I, I called it like as soon as I knew that there was going to be a secret between them I was just like I know what it is and it was Marky's dad hit on Olivia kissed her she slapped him and said it would be better off if you were dead that night he killed himself oh fuck and that was a secret he had she had to keep from her like for however many years it was like four years or that's kind of a that's fucked up <laughs> it was a big fuck you yeah but like but I, I knew that that was gonna happen like I knew that there was something going on between like because like a shit human being doesn't deserve a friend like that like there has to be some other reason why she's sticking around and that was the reason oh wow so like it really got at you know stupid teens hiding shit and like you know it, it really was like a you know, be honest with everyone and you'll never have problems kind of thing. Yeah. But it was just, it was just awful. <laughs> it was just terrible. Wow. Yeah. It was a journey. I won't be watching that even if it comes out no, on Netflix or something. I, I will, though, go to the next horror movie. And yeah, movie I know. Because I just love them. Yeah. No matter how terrible they are. Yeah. Like, you know, one out of 20 will be good. So that's... That's fun. The, the last good horror movie, like actual horror movie, not like just like a scary movie, uh, but that I've seen uh, was Sinister. That was really good. I enjoyed that. 2012? Something like that. I didn't watch the second one. Don't. Was, yeah, I heard. Don't. I heard it was very disappointing. It was so disappointing. But, uh, all right, so if you have any questions <laughs> about our review, if yeah. you have, if you liked Rampage. Or, <laughs> Please tell or, me. There's some of you like Rampage. Or if you if you have any questions or any uh, concerns, comments, just don't critiques, ask us truth or dare uh, about truth or dare uh, that you want to talk because I you want to get deeper about I these did, movies. Yeah. Please, I don't know who this is the to, place to do it. I, I did actually have one person come up to me and ask for my critique about truth or dare, and I told them, and they actually told me that I was wrong and that this movie was good. <laughs> and I know I I don't know if you're listening. I'm gonna actually link this on your Facebook, so I hope you do <laughs> listen to it. I disagree. <laughs> Let's well, talk about it. I'm going to have to agree with David on this one. I didn't see it, but I'm pretty sure you're wrong, whoever you are. <laughs> whoever you are. So thanks for listening. Again, if you have any comments or questions, you can reach us. Uh, yep. If you have something long to tell us or a video that you want to send us or whatever. It better not be true today. Um, we are at relativelysubjective at gmail.com. Um, you can tweet us 120 characters or less, please. Rail uh, sub pod and on then, Twitter. And then Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. Look up relatively subjective. One word. Yep. And find us on Podomatic and podcast.com. iTunes coming soon. All right. All have right. A, have all, may all your dares be truth. And may rampage. <laughs> <laughs> you can't really do much yeah, with that. Rampage. Uh, enjoy your evening. Bye. Yeah. Bye.